<clears throat> Good evening, everyone. I encourage everyone to take your Bible and follow along with the things that we'll look at tonight. My topic, as you see, is coming up here is called peace. I think most of us kind of understand what peace is. You know, we we live in a time where there's not peace. We hear on the news every night about ISIS, Al Qaeda, things like that. That's it just brings destruction and and it's not good and we all kind of think dream of a of a land where there's a lot of peace where man can live together without hate without animosity and terroristic things and the conflicts and all that I think we we want peace and the Bible talks about peace and I think it's an important topic that we need to look at so we'll look at some, some verses here that, that talk about peace. and I won't be saying a whole lot. We'll just let the verses talk for themselves. But I think as we go through this, we, we must study about peace and what it means and how we can apply that to our lives and to be the kind of people that God wants us to be. We know a definition of a peace is unity, concord, having union, to be in an agreement, and friendly. And don't we all want that for each other? We want that in our families. We want that in our church. And I'm sure that everybody here has seen instances where people, that they're not getting along. There's a lot of conflict, there's strife, and there's things that come, come about that causes hard feelings with people. And so we need to work on that. We need to understand what peace is and... Uh, and to apply that into our life. So we'll just kind of go through here and look at some things. First thing we'll look at is that God is peace. 2 Corinthians 13.11 says, Finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace shall be with you. Here it talks about a God of love and peace. And we're to be of one mind. We're to live in peace. And we're to be like God. You know, it says if God is love and peace, shouldn't we want to be also? We want to be like Him. We want to be with Him someday. So we have to make God our friend and we need to learn what peace is. Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. Just another verse that talks about that God is love. Hebrews 13, 20, 21. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do His will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in His sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Now the God of peace. God is peace. So shouldn't we want to be like Him? and to learn what peace is. Romans 15, just another verse that talks about God as peace. Romans 15, 33. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. Also in chapter 16, verse 20. And the God of peace shall be Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. 
That's just another verse that says that God is peace. Is peace important? I want us to really focus on this, this question right here. Do you think peace is important? Well, look what Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14 says. And then answer that question. <clears throat> Hebrews 12 and verse 14. Hebrews 12, 14. Follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. Does that kind of throw something at you there? Almost like put chill bumps on you when you read that. Without which no man shall see the Lord. So... What does that say to you? Is peace important? I feel like it is. I mean, just looking at that one verse. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. So it's important for us to, I think, to learn what peace is. We need to have peace with our fellow man. We want that. You know, we've seen times in our lives where people don't get along. You know, there's conflict, there's strife, and it makes for a really situation, you know, I, I don't like it. So we need to, to live with peace with all men. But let's look at these verses here. Romans 14, 17 through 19. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that is in these things service Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace, and things wherewith one may edify another. It says the kingdom of God is, is righteousness and peace and joy. Can you have that when people are fussing and fighting and can't get along? Can you have that joy? It, you know, it just, just doesn't happen. And if we're going to serve Christ and be acceptable to God, we need to follow after the things which make for peace. Wherewith one may edify or strengthen or build up another person. Peace is a way to do that. Romans 12, 16-21 Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Recompense no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourself, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thy enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. If it's possible, as much as lies within us, we're to live peaceably with all men. You know, there's some people that just doesn't like peace. They like to stir up trouble. They like to stir up strife. They like to stir up hateful, hateful feelings from one person to another. You know, it's just like throwing gas on a fire. They like it. They don't like to see people at peace. But if we're going to be a people of God, we've got to learn what peace is and to learn to put that in our lives. We need to have peace with our fellow man. Romans chapter 2, 
<coughs> Romans 2, 6 through 10. It says here in verse 6, who will render to every man according to his deeds. We'll back up to the verse 5 there, the last part of verse 5. The righteous judgment of God will render to every man according to his deeds. To them who by patient continuance and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. But to them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath, tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that doeth evil of the Jew and also of the Gentile. But glory, honor, and peace to every man that worketh good to the Jew first and also to the Gentile. So which one are we? What's, what's God going to render to me? Or what's God going to render a judgment to me? Is He going to render tribulation, anguish, wrath? Or are we going to have glory, honor, and peace? Those that do good, worketh good, can have that. They can have that peace. So ask that question. What's God going to render to me in the day of judgment? Am I a person of peace? Or am I a person of contentiousness? That I obey not the truth. I obey unrighteousness, wrath, and things like that. Is God going to give heaven to those people? No. Glory, honor, and peace to every man that worketh good to the Jew first. So what's God going to render to us? Colossians 3 and verse 12. Colossians 3, starting with verse 12. Who rules our lives? Who's in control of our lives? Colossians 3, 12 through 15. Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long suffering, forbearing one another, forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which ye are also called in one body, and be ye thankful. Are we letting the peace of God rule in our hearts? If we are, then we're going to put on mercy, kindness, humbleness, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing, forgiving, those things, when you look at those words, those are the words that make peace. But there are people out there that doesn't want peace. They like quarrels. They like strife. They like contentions. But we need to let the peace of God rule in our hearts. That's who we need to let rule us, not the things of the world. Am I following after it? 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2, 22 through 25. says, Flee also youthful lust, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. But foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do gender strifes. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patience, in meekness instructing those that oppose himself, 
if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. As a servant of the Lord, we must not strive, but we got to be gentle. We need to be apt to teach. We need to be patient. We need to be meek in instructing those. We're to avoid foolish and unlearned questions. All they do is bring about strife and, and conflict. But if we're <clears throat> following after righteousness, it says, follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So am I following after peace? Matthew 5 and verse 9, what's it say there in the Beatitudes? Matthew 5 and verse 9, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called what? Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. So if we're going to be a child of God, isn't peace a part of our lives? Or shouldn't be that shouldn't that be a part of our lives? To know what peace is, to understand what peace is. James chapter 3, 13 through 18. James 3, starting verse 13. Who is a wise man and a dude with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envyings and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. Before envyings and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisies. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. So what kind of seed are we scattering? Are we scattering the seeds of peace? Or are we scattering the, the seeds of confusion, strife, evil work? You know, which one are we sowing? You know, that saying we'll reap what we sow. If we sow strife, if we sow discord, if we sow those kind of things, we're going to get it. We'll get it. We'll see that come about. But the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. And we should be that wise man. Let us show out of a good conversation our works with meekness of wisdom. Bitter envying, strife, that's got to go. We need to have peace in our life. I think when we look at those verses that we just looked at, we can see how important peace is. We need to know what peace is. We need to live in peace. We need to show peace to others. It's a part of being righteousness. And I hope you can see from these few verses and what little I've said that peace is a very important part of our life. It should be an important part of our life. We need to understand what peace is. Without it, we'll not see the Lord. And so kind of changing gears here just a little bit, I throw the question up here for all of us to consider. Are you at peace with God? I want you to look in your heart and answer that question. Are you at peace with God? Remember that peace is unity, being a friend with God. 
Are you a friend of God? Is He a friend in your life? Or is there a barrier between you and God? You know what breaks a friendship? We know that from our, from our reading in the Bible that sin breaks conflict. It, it brings about strife. It brings about conflict. In James 4 and 4, here it says, Ye adulterers and adulteress, know ye not that friendship of the world is intimate with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. So, are you a friend of the world or are you a friend of a friend with God? You know, sin brings about a separation from, from our God. Look over in Isaiah chapter 57. And look what it says there. <clears throat> Isaiah 57, 20 and 21. But the wicked are like the troubled sea when it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mire and dirt. There is no peace, saith the Lord, to the wicked. Are you at peace with God? Or do you allow sin to live in your to rule your life? No, we, we want to be at peace with God because we want to go to heaven someday when we die, don't we? And so we need to, to make peace with God. And, and God has made a way to have that peace. A way to, that we can be restored back to God. And how to restore peace with God? Let's look at Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. One and two. <clears throat> Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Verses 7 and 10. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. That God commended His love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You know, we can be restored back to God. We can have peace with God and that comes through our Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians chapter 1 kind of helps explain this a little bit better. Colossians 1, 20-23. Colossians 1, and having made peace through the blood of the cross, by Him to reconcile all things unto Himself, by Him I say whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. And you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath He reconciled in the body of His flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in His sight, if you continue in the faith grounded and settled and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which ye have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, made a minister. You know, what's the gospel called sometimes? The gospel of what? The gospel of peace. We need to obey the plan of salvation. Hear, believe, repent, confess, and be baptized. And learn all those attributes that we add to our faith. And peace is one of them that we have to add to our faith. We need to understand what peace is. And if we can do all these things, then we can be restored back to God and have heaven as our home someday. 
But we need to ask ourselves, am I at peace with God? And do you want peace? That's our last verse. Philippians 4. Philippians 4, 6-9. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. And what? And the God of peace shall be with you. Do you want peace? Do you want God to be with you? I hope this lesson's kind of provoked a little bit of thought in your mind. I want you to take this home with you. This topic of peace. To understand what it is. After you understand what it is, apply that to your life and live it and do it. And we can have heaven as our home someday. But if you're here tonight and you're not a child of His, you're an enemy to God by wicked works, why not be restored back to Him through Jesus Christ? Why not obey that gospel, that plan, that gospel of peace which will bring us back to God? God has given us that opportunity this evening to make our life right. And if you're here this evening and there's something that we can do to help you with that, to restore that peace that you need to have with God so that you can have heaven as your home. So if you're here this evening and you're subject, would you come forward as we stand and sing?